Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome to the Crew Podcast. I am the visionary, Queen Angela. And welcome to season two. I want to thank you for tuning in and for all of your support throughout season one. We're back, them divas of the airways. So thank you for joining us tonight. Share this. At Wings of Transformation Publishing, we are committed to helping our authors reach their goals and pursue their dreams of becoming published authors. We work closely with each author to ensure a successful publishing experience, and we are dedicated to helping them tell their stories in the most meaningful and impactful ways. We look forward to putting you on the path to writing your book. Aspiring Authors Magazine is a founding sponsor for Da Crew Podcast. Get featured inside the magazine and allow your voice to be heard around the world. Aspiring Authors Magazine is an international magazine founded in May of 2020 by Queen Angela. Get featured. Welcome to season two, episode two of Let's Chat with Nat. I am your host, Natalie Harvey, and where we are going to come and have the conversation 
you know, we love a good old chat. We love a good old conversation. We just love to come and talk about anything and everything that is on our hearts and mind. Tonight is going to be a little different. I know you guys are normally used to seeing me um, on the screen and by myself, but tonight I have a special guest and she is someone that has become near and dear to my heart. Um, she is, as I love to call her, she is a seasoned diva. She is, oh, she's amazing. But I want you to come, I want you to see how amazing she is for yourself. She is a medical professional. She's also a writer. She's just so, she's a motivational speaker. She does it all. So without further ado, I want to introduce my guest to you. Her name is Donna Rankins Johnson, but I call her Mama Donna. Hey, oh, look at you. you. How are you? I am How good. Are How are you? I'm good. I am well. I am well. I'm just nervous, but I am well. Yes. But I'm with you, so it's okay. Could you hear me? Now you know you got this. I got it. You know you got this. Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. You know, you know you got it. So we're we just gonna get right into it. You ready? I'm ready. Hey Jeanette. All right. So I want you to you can see people. I want you to tell us who Donna Rankin is. Yeah, I can see people. I can see it. So I want you to tell us who Donna Rankins Johnson is. Donna Rankins Johnson is a 69 years young seasoned lady who is ever evolving. Donna Rankins Johnson is divorced and the mother of one son who's 42 years old. At the end of those 23 years, I didn't know who I was. So over these 26 years, I become in touch with who I am by sitting under excellent teachers for which I am sitting under now, David A. Burris of the David Burris Academy. And it's because I am ever evolving. It's getting to understand the dating streets now. So I have to invest in me so that I am protected when I decide that I am going to date, date. Nice. Um, I know you are also have been in the medical profession for over 30 years, correct? Correct. Um, correct. and you also, and you also write. So how, how did you get to that point? Like what, what drove you to be in the medical profession? And then what also drove you to become a writer as well? The medical profession. 
I went to the University of Kentucky to be a physician's assistant. My classwork was outstanding. But when I had to do the clinicals, it was a whole nother story. I was passed out somewhere because of blood or the smell of something. And I still wanted to be in the medical. So medical administration. Then when I got pregnant, my husband at that time wanted me to be a stay-at-home mom. But what am I going to do? So I took all of that terminology that I had learned and did medical transcription from home. So I became self-employed for 30 years where I would dial into the different hospital systems and uh, I was a subcontractor. So that's what I did. So I, it was as if God was preparing me for what was to come. And that was for me to be a single mom. So I was able to be at home with my son, not miss any of his functions and continue to grow. Now, writing. Nice. Um, writing was just, was something that it allowed my imagination to be. And divorced, and if I may say that I was a, a virgin when I got married, and I was married mm -hmm. for 23 years, and now 26 years, I am mm -hmm. single. But it's how I believe that it was more efficacious for me to put pen to paper than bottom to sheets, if you understand what I'm saying. So I allowed my imagination to write what I thought was correct. I don't like how they portray us when they write of us being intimate or in relationships, they never write about us being passionate. It's always something, jump in it, and there's no love there. There's no feelings. And so my writings have no ethnicity. So you can, you can be that person, that female person, and you can give it a name. Because there's no Boonquishas, mm -hmm. no Sharondas, no Rodriguez, no, none of those names. You can name that character whatever you want to name that character. So you become interactive with my writings. Um, and so that's what I, and I wanted to show that a Black woman could be very passionate and write with feelings and warmth. Yeah. Nice. What do you think? Nice. nice. What do you think? Um, mm. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to your writings in a moment. But I have, I know you also, um, you do a Facebook Live that's called You, Me, T with Lady D. Correct. And how did how did that come about? It was two persons that are dear to me, David Burris and God. Um, 
because when I get very nervous, I stutter. So this was not something that I even envisioned for myself. Just write it on paper. I don't have to talk to anyone. Um, I did before you, me, and T. I did divorce care and relationships in need of repair under Dr. Philip M. Baldwin in Greenville, South Carolina. That was my church. And so they it was a group. So to teach you how you can go through divorce, divorce does not have to be cussing and damning and you're just at each other. Now, that was an assignment from God. I told God that I didn't want to do it anymore. And I, I don't know. I felt I felt grown. And I he reminded me that it was not my choice. Okay. And he, uh, during last year, he put me in timeout during this 90-day fast that I'm doing right now. And I said, yes, sir. Okay. So those are the two people that are dear to me. David Burris and God. So David challenged me to do, he didn't care what it was, do something for 20 minutes where I had to talk. And because it was live, I wasn't really interacting with people just to get my feet wet, right? So April, mm -hmm. this is 24, April 22. So we started it. And God, I think, tag team with David. And he said, well, let's get back to basics because there are young women as well as seasoned ladies like myself who have not had what you had, which was your great grandmother and your grandmother and your mother to pour into you that you are always a lady and that this is God's temple. And so how are we going to treat it, right? So back to basics. Mm -hmm. We're not going to be loud. We're not going to be brazen. We're not going to have everything just hanging out, all of our groceries overflowing out of the, the bag. We're going to get back to basics. Your attitude, how you talk, how you carry yourself. You're not going to go to Walmart with your pajamas on and your bonnet on your head and wondering why. Exactly. Okay, so this is not what we're going to do. So it's back to basics. So just come and sit with me. And I hope that what I impart to you is with love. I hope that you feel the love that I am trying to share with you. Not forgetting that I too used to be young. So I'm not trying to take away you're fine, yes. but I do want you to find the woman, the femininity within, and it's there. We just have to bring it forward. So I have, I have sit in, and I absolutely love how you. Every week when you come on, you break down the topic for that week and it leave and you you give us bible verses that are so significant to what you're discussing and i know for me 
af like after like replaying it and sitting down and rewatching, you you see where the two connect, and that's what I love about how you bring forth what you discuss on you me tea with Lady V, and I encourage everybody. We're gonna we're gonna let you know. We're gonna let everyone know at the end where you can where they can see you and all of that. But I have a question and. This is something that I know you and I have discussed a few times. And it was, when did you realize that you had a passion for empowering our community? When my son, I took him and dropped him off at Mars Hill College University in North Carolina. And I came back home and I cried because I only have one child. I cried because I was emptiness. I cried because I didn't know who I was. I went from being my mother and father's daughter to being my ex's wife, to being my son's mother. But who am I? I don't know. When they address me, they say, oh, you're Robert and Mary Catherine's daughter. Yes, ma'am. Oh, you're George's wife. Yes, I am. Oh, you're Derek's mother. But I have a name. I don't know who I am. So um, there's a little book, and I, I thought I had it here on my desk. Then it's The Prayer of Jabez. The Prayer of Jabez. And so I fast, and I pray, and I ask God to show me who am I? What am I to do now? You know, I've raised my son. We have, because he was an excellent father. He had other issues, but he was an excellent father and an excellent co-parent with me to raise our son. But now it's just me. And so the father said, it's time for you to give back. What does that mean, father? Well, there are you are a teacher. You know what your spiritual gift is. Your spiritual gift is that you are a teacher. So the church where I was had a tutorial system. And so I gave back. And he kept saying, mm. but you can do So I did divorce care. I gave back. And it's always been my assignment. He's never told me that I can stop giving back, okay? So that each time he enlarged my territory a little bit at a time. He gave me just enough and you work right here. Now, now you, Natalie, have taken me to another and uh, her name was T, I call her TK. TK and DJ, before you, you all have taken me just a little bit farther. She has the uh, TK's Chronicles of a Black Sheep. She has a podcast. So I'm like, these young people having me on a podcast, this is God taking me just a little bit farther, just a little bit farther. And so what? I'm forever evolving. You mentioned the prayer of Jabez, and that is something that I have used in my life. And if 
anyone out there that has not listened or read the prayer of Jabez, it it's something that when you're in that moment and it's you and God, you're asking him to show you, reveal to you, enlarge, give you more, increase your territories. And I can't I see where where the two came in, where where as you're praying that prayer and it shows you how to increase and how to give back and how to become and how to evolve. So that is very, how do you say, not poignant, but it shows the significance between releasing your natural and letting the father impart what he wants for you, for, for you to impart as well onto others. Because I'm representing him. I'm not representing me. And every time that I talk, every time that I speak, it is him speaking so that I can hear. Okay? So so it's not going out just to you guys. It's a constant reminder for me. You, you see what I'm saying? And um, he never, he never gives you an assignment that he doesn't equip you to do that assignment. So he's never going to have you to go out there and do something because you're representing him. He's always going to equip you. He's going to have you just sit under someone so you can get the knowledge that you need to. Because whatever you gain, when I tomorrow night sit with David in, in the DBA, um, David Burris Academy, that information it's not just for me to hoard. That information is for me to share. So I'm always getting, which helps me. Now I share, and hopefully it helps you. So my next question, and this is something else that I know it's very dear to both of us. And you know, in a short time, you have become one of my mentors. And we also share a bond, not just in writing, but we share a bond in our health journeys as breast cancer survivors. Um, what is something that you would tell women, and not just women, men as well, because men get it as well. What would you tell someone that is scared, whether, and it doesn't just have to be for cancer, it can be anything scared to go to the doctor, scared to go get that checkup, what would you tell someone? What would you encourage them? Like what words of encouragement would you give them? It's not just about you. It's not about you. There's someone else depending on you. There's a child. There's a husband. There is a mother. There is a grandmother that's depending on you. And so you need you need to always um, make sure that you take care. This is God's temple. So if you don't go and have it checked up, you have a car, right? And if you don't take your car in for oil change, it's going to throw a rod because you don't have any oil in it. And you really don't have enough money to go buy another car. So what do you do? You make sure that you maintain that car because that car 
is vital in your everyday living. You are vital. So you need to take care of this temple. And you need to read. You need to read. They say that you've got high blood pressure and they've got you on this medicine and they have you on this medicine. Well, have you read up? Have you read that little piece that they put on your your uh, when you go pick up your medicine? It's a segment out of the PDR. It says that this medicine does this, this, and this, and these are the adverse reactions. Have you read any of that, or do you just take the medicine? I took um, true. Lipitor. It made my tongue swell. It made my tongue swell tremendously, and it could have it could have blocked my passage of breathing. But if I hadn't gone and taken all of these medicines aside and did one medicine at a time until I came up on that medicine that made my tongue swell, then I read what does what are some of the uh, contraindications. That's one of them. when we the important information that they want us to know is always in a book. It's always in a book. It requires you to read. When you don't read, then it becomes a detriment to you. That's what I believe. That is so true. That is so true. And I guess as we're both in the medical field, so as a medical professional, what, and you know, we sometimes are our worst, we are the worst patients at times, yeah. but yeah. just for anybody as a, as a medical professional, what do you, what is, what is that one piece of advice that you would say? Be in touch with you, be in touch with you. So as a woman that is uh, before menopause, we are still having our cycles, our menstrual cycles. So that woman at the end of that cycle should do a self-breast examination. If you are fibrocystic, you should know that that lump, as long as it's moving and it's not attached, you're okay, but you still need to get in your mammograms. Um, for me, I found my mass and it was a mass um, and it didn't move. And I quickly, not I will do it next month, but I quickly went to my doctor. He felt it, had the mammogram and the ultrasound. It indeed was a sizable mass. So the doctor said, my surgeon said, we're going to do a double mastectomy. No, we're not. My thought. And he said, so when are we going to do it? And I can, I don't want to say I can be indignant, but I'm pretty strong headed. And I said to him, I have not prayed and I have not fasted. I have not heard what God wants me to do and I'll get back to you on this. So he gave me two days 
and two days I fast and two early mornings. It was so soft, Natalie. I heard clearly, I've got it. That's all was said. I've got it. When I went back on Thursday, he said, what are we going to do? I said, a lumpectomy. That's that difference of working in the medical field because you can use terms that they're going to look at you like, what mm -hmm. do you know about and that's exactly what he did. He said, do you know what a lumpectomy is? And I said, I probably have typed more than you've done. And I probably have. And he said, well, what if? I said, well, <laughs> we'll deal with the what if after you remove this. So he said, when do you want it done? If God tells you to do something, he's not giving you, he's not asking you to wait months. He wants you to do it expeditiously now. And so when he said, when do you want it done? I said, tomorrow, which is on a Friday. He he said, well, let's see what my schedule looks like. And he, his schedule was open. So he went in, he removed the mask. He re removed three lymph glands under my arm. And I had to wait 10 days thereafter. When it came back, he said, if I showed you these results, would you know how to read them? You're asking me a foolish question. Absolutely. So he laid them on the desk. It read that all of the cancer cells were encapsulated, which means that they're inside of the mass. And the three lymph glands that they took under my arm, showed yeah. no evidence of metastatic disease. So that meant that it had not gone anywhere mm. because I did what God said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He told me he had it. I got to, what is it? We, we walk by faith and not by sight, right? I didn't know how. Been not by sight. Uh-huh. So he, he told me I got it. And he did. And it hadn't gone any further. So then he said, well, I want you to take chemo and radiation. And I asked what type of chemo and what he said would cause blood clots. I said, no. And he said, well, will you take the radiation? I said, I will. Yes, I will take the radiation. So I had 30 treatments of radiation. It sped up my hair turning gray and it caused this space in my teeth that I never had before. But you know what? I still have both of the girls, okay? I didn't have to lose anything, go back in and have. It's just, you have to, you just have to be in tune with your body. It's just imperative. Well, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up, but what I want you to do is just um, let us know when you, we can see um, you, me, T with Lady D, what night and what time, and also when can we expect for your writings to be published, or are they already published? No, you, me, and T with Lady D is on Facebook. 
on Thursdays, 5.30 Pacific, 7.30 Central, 8.30 Eastern. And that is, you can send me a friend request. It's under Donna Rankins, R-A-N-K-I-N-S, Johnson. I also upload it on Instagram and YouTube and Thread. Like you young people, I'm all, all of them. <laughs> anyway, so uh, YouTube is You, Me, and T with Lady D. Um, Instagram is Lady DMR28J. And it's the same for Thread, Lady DMR28J. Now, I want you to just, I know we're coming close, but I just want you to give us just one reading so that the, the, the audience can get a feel for what they're going to get when your, your work is published. Merciful Jesus. At the end of my fast, which is- Now, don't do days. that, merciful Jesus. Uh-uh. <laughs> At the end of my 90-day fast, which is in May- um, Pentecost Sunday is May 19th. By the end of May, I hope to have, be able to say, Natalie, this is it. This is it. And it, uh, the, the title of it is in French. It is called Trilogie. Uh, it will be a black book with smoky, steamy letters. Um, and inside of it will be three different books, which will be You and Me. More Please and um, Longing. And it is romantic, erotic, but very tastefully done. Um, because why? I'm a lady. Okay, this is... Um, always a lady. I, always. It is I Knew It Was You. This is the title of it. I sleep with the TV on, but that was not what I heard behind me. I heard your gruffy voice and I knew it was you. I felt you right here behind me. It was not my pillows down the center of my bed that I back up to. It was you. I felt you, your breath on my shoulder the way you embraced me and cradled my breast in your hand. I knew it was you, causing me to slowly turn over facing you. And it's as you kissed me on my forehead, I smiled as I raised my face to meet your lips. I knew it was you. My temperature was rising, causing your temperature to rise. I felt you. I knew it was you. The way you stroked me, compelling me to place my hand on your chest, only you. I knew it was you. Ever so deliberate, you stroked my thigh, pulling it up and over you. I felt you in all of your magnificence, 
as you went to your safe place inside of me. I felt you and I knew it was you. Then, there and there, we became one, making love as though it was our first time. I know what is mine and I felt you knowing it was you. You were so in tune with me that you felt me stop moving, but gripping, gripping. Oh, how I was gripping you. I felt you and I knew it was you. Then it happened and I could not help it. And you did not care. You felt a warmth wash over you and then you released. I felt you. I wish you were here. I wish you were these pillows. Yet I knew it was you. Woo! Well, mm. yeah. As soon as <laughs> Patrice, yes, and, pass pass the water in a fan. I'm trying to find something. Am I reading the comments? These I, are comments. Yeah, like it's, oh. yeah look up. Yes, girl. Grab. <laughs> yes, <laughs> girl. Yes, grab your pearls, girl. You see him holding on to. Mm. Oh my God, Miss Donna, Mama Donna. I thank you so much for being my guest tonight. I thank you for just being you. Yes, they are loving it. You listen. I have to bring you back again. You will definitely be back again. Um, give us the name of the title of the book once it comes out. It will that way. And matter of fact, look. Well, of course, you'll let me know so that I can let everybody know. It is. Trilogy, trilogy, not trilogy, but trilogy, the French pronunciation and spelling of trilogy. And it will not have a man okay. on the front okay. of it with his chest feeling. It will not. It will not. With his hand in his crotch, it will not okay. have a woman bulging all out. It will not. It's just going to be us. Us. I wanted to intrigue you as to what's in this book because it's all that it says is but, trilogy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. nice, 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 nice. Oh my okay. goodness! I can see well, these comments. ladies and gentlemen, thank you. You can see the comments, right? I told you did excellent. You did excellent. You did wonderful. Well, that is it. We're going to wrap up for tonight. Thank you again for watching. Let's chat with Nat. We will be back. We will definitely, once Miss Donna's book is published and hits, we will have her back so she can fill us in on everything. And we we're gonna be we're gonna we're gonna enjoy this with her. So I have a good night. See you guys again. Miss Donna. Oh, thank thank you, you so much. Love you. Good night, everybody.
Bye. You're welcome. Turn off the lights. Light a candle.